I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Am I starting this one? Is this what we're waiting for? I don't really know. I guess I have no entryway into mm. it. I don't I just like blanked. I panicked. That's okay. So we moved around our living room. We're here today to uh, talk about <clears throat> a piece of art we made. Uh, so we moved around the living room. I think we talked about the wall space. Uh, but we moved around to make room for the love sack. Had to rearrange some stuff. Had to rearrange some art. But we have this big wall space uh, by where the love sack is now. Do we take the gallery wall down because of the love sack, or do we take it down when we flipped the living room and then just, like, never put it back up? Uh, we did do that. We took it down when we flipped the living room, but we had put art around. Like, we still had Zoe's piece and the map. Right. There, so there was art that we were, like, replacing, but not oh, on that yeah. wall. Yeah, because the map was over there, and then we moved it. Yeah. Um, we no longer do shadows, but this might be a helpful moment for shadows. Uh, so the map is on the left side of our living room. The piece by my friend Zoe is in the middle. And then the right side of our living room was just blank now. Now, previously, the left side had gallery wall. Um, but as we rearranged it, we kind of broke down the gallery wall, moved some of the pieces around, put some of the pieces just into storage, um, to our closet, <laughs> not like fancy art storage. Uh, we had this big space and buying any kind of big art piece would be expensive right we had like a six by six at least space to, to, to fill jeez i was gonna say to full but that <laughs> it's not where that word goes um it was it was sort of creepy i felt like it was a large expanse of taupe and it felt blanker than other blank walls does that make sense I guess we have a lot of stuff up, so it kind of makes sense that it would like feel especially blank when, I mean, even spaces that we don't have up, like where we're currently recording, like some of these plants are tall enough to kind of take up wall space, but there's right. just nothing there to take up wall space. <laughs> yeah, and the love sack is quite low, so it like wasn't taking up any of the wall. I don't know. There's something about it that was distressing. And we've talked on and off about investing in like a piece of art or having a friend do a piece of art for us or something like that. Mm -hmm. We just sort of haven't like found anything yet that made a lot of sense for that space. And like we're not art investors. That's not the financial situation we're in. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when did we come up with this idea? I don't know. Kind of a while ago why why did we maybe i just maybe the issue with this is that i remember that we did it but i don't remember what any of the impetus was because i remember saying like what if we did this was it because of design on a dime well they did it in design on a dime yeah so design on a dime did this thing where they just used some painters tape to make some pretty simple geometric shapes but they used a big enough canvas that it looked like some it looked like some art you could buy, like home goods, you know, to fill up like a massive ass space. Right. Um, and Jordan was like, "We could do that." And I was like, "Yeah, we we could do that." And so then we sat on it for a little bit, kind of 
Um, kind of in part, like still wondering if we were going to get art. Kind of in part because it wasn't going to be like expensive, like buying a piece of art. But um, I mean, to skip ahead a little bit, but then we can circle back. I think the canvas I ended up buying was like fifty nine ninety nine, so it was like sixty bucks, which like isn't a ton, but this is a good amount of money right now. <laughs> um, living the COVID freelance life, or like the post-COVID freelance life, uh, 60 bucks is kind of a good amount. So we just kind of sat on it. But then finally, um, I think I, I, we had to buy something. Maybe I had to buy something from Blick for a project or... Yeah, you were trying on. to buy silver paint. Oh, yeah. Um, and so finally I was like, you know, let's just, let's just do this. Like I'm here on the site. Like we've been talking about it. Let's do it. And then bought, bought the canvas. Well, I also think maybe the reason I wasn't, like, I didn't do it, or, like, I wasn't the driver of, of doing it, was because neither of us are, like, artists. Well. <laughs> well. Well. Okay, neither of us are painters. All right. <laughs> and so it was yeah. sort of, like... <laughs> Like, if we were going to do it ourselves, our inspiration was going to have to be pretty basic. Yeah. And I'll share um, the Pinterest board in the show notes that I used for our art inspo. But, like, part of looking for that inspo was very much being like, okay, well, this has to be, like, broad, amorphous shape. <laughs> We did, like, uh, three colors in our palette. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, the bar had to be very low, because it's not like we painted a photorealistic landscape. No. No, we did not do that. Um. But you were like, I'm going to buy this. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is the time to have this not be, like, a creepy chasm in wow. our wall. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's where I sit to do my crafting Zoom. Every mm. week, and so, like, in the background of my crafting Zoom, it looks like I'm just sitting in, like, a taupe room. And it, it feels creepy. Yeah. it's fair. Um, so, yeah, about the thing. And then we have still a bunch of paint left over. I've been using it on some projects for some classes, but there's still um, a good amount of it. So we had paint. So we didn't need to buy anything for that. Yeah, it wasn't a no-budget project because we bought a three-foot-by-four-foot canvas, but I didn't want to buy any paint. Um, because I wanted it to be a project that used up a lot of what we had because I'm on a mission to like get stuff out of that closet. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think there. So we got the stuff, we had the paint. You're going to share that Pinterest board. Basically we looked at. I showed you a lot of inspo. Yeah. And a lot of it was that stuff that you can find on Etsy that's like desert scapes sort of, you know, that's like blush and burnt orange and brown it's like mountains and sun or like there's uh, one big circle there are like five triangles <laughs> and the rest is uh a fairly even like plain sight line to have the triangles have some perspective as mountains i wanted it to be very achievable yeah <laughs> um which is not to say that that people those people's are how do i say I feel like I'm struggling really hard with this episode. Um, it's not to say that those artists are not good artists. Um, it's just to say that I am not a good artist and needed help. 
But you you felt very strongly, and I think we're correct, that we should not, like, straight up copy someone's art. Yeah, no. Um, which I think is, like... I feel like you see that idea sort of floating around design spaces. And before you said something about it, I wasn't wholly opposed to it. of just like literally like make a dupe, mm. like a cheaper dupe. A dupe? Yeah. Have you not heard that word? <laughs> yeah, but it was silly to hear that loud. Uh, <laughs> just like if you find, you know, a $500 painting that you really like, but feel like you could do it yourself, just do it yourself. Um, and I think you were correct that that is not the correct thing to do. Yeah, for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> um, but what we did find was sort of a painting that we both, I don't know if you really liked it. I actually really liked it. I thought it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Um, which looked very abstract to me. And you were like, oh, it's a flower. <laughs> I was like, is it a flower? <laughs> um and so we sort of, we made a, we made a flower? Slash egg slash cactus. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, I was very inspired by the shapes and actually I liked the colors of it, but the colors of it were not the correct colors for our living room. And also it wasn't the correct orientation for our living room. It was a uh, portrait and ours is landscape. Mm. So we sort of went with the idea of a deconstructed flower mm-hmm. and pulled all of the paints out of the closet and started piecing together what we could of like what would be flower colors but also colors that go in the living room but also colors we have yeah it's really nice we have the pretty vibrant paints left over from when we thought we were really gonna make the hallway pop with the wallpaper yeah um so there's kind of a lot of bright honestly pretty floral stuff to, to test and to play around with like we ended up using the dutch orange yeah that we had which um, is why it looks like an egg sort of yeah yeah a little yoki for sure <laughs> um and we, we i mean we tested a bunch uh some of the brighter ones didn't really work out but we ended up using not honestly a good amount of paints from the hallway project fun fact though we did not use a full thing of anything so nothing got to be thrown away (laughs) but we did use um a lot of stuff we also for a while thought that we were going to paint the background gravitas because we have that left but ended up going with mahogany which was exciting because that's a good color that we didn't get to use elsewhere Mm -hmm. gave it more of a like dusky feel than just straight up black Mm. and it pops we had like uh we used a bit of a of a darker green and it, it just stood out better against the uh, mahogany the kind of brown tone than the than the blackish tone that's true because i bought that studio green sample when i was sampling the blacks for the wall so it was very much like in that genre of paint yeah um and then we painted we knocked it out in like a day two days do we have to let it sit overnight I don't recall. It's funny to me that you have this weird, like, lapse of time judgment around these projects. You were like, well, they took seven years. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did it in, like, three hours. Mm. Yeah, so one day. <laughs> um, it took more coats of paint than I thought. I've never painted on canvas, actually. And obviously, these are not canvas paints. These are wall paints. Yeah. So um, we were not doing it right. But <laughs> A I lot was... working against us. <laughs> 
And also, actually, though, it was a lot of them were Pharaoh and ball paints, which I've had coverage issues with before. So I wonder if they were bear paints, if we would have had the same issues. Mm. It wasn't an issue. It was just a thing. I just hate painting multiple coats. Like, I'm allergic to it. And so uh, the fact that I think we did three coats in some areas. Yeah. Um, was a little upsetting to me because then you have to wait for dry time and it's like a whole thing. But, um, yeah, it was interesting painting on canvas having never done so before and sort of just seeing like what the, what the experience, what the vibe is. Yeah. Um, what else can we say about it? We like penciled on. Oh yeah. We made made several sketches in order to figure out like what we wanted the colors to be on pieces of paper before we totally went in. Yeah. And then we... Little paint by numbers. (laughs) (laughs) And then we sketched it onto the canvas and then we painted within that. And we sort of decided, or I sort of decided, I don't know how much decision making you were doing, that like I wanted it to look sort of rough as an aesthetic because I knew that I was not going to be able to paint it perfectly by any means. So we sort of just leaned in to our amateurness, I think. I think so. I mean, I think that's nice and I think it's a good aesthetic. Not just for us, but in general. Like, I kind of like when you can tell something is amateur. You know, there's like a charm to it. Like the, the lady portrait you got. Mm, yeah you know that's a bit that's like stylistically that's like a different like era of art than the one we are in but it's still like a little amateur for that time and i kind of like that vibe yeah i think i was fine with that first i was a little uh against it but then i was like you know it doesn't fucking matter Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think like the piece of art we made is something you could sell on etsy for well Well. (laughs) We haven't tried. Uh, <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that you can sell whatever the fuck you want on Etsy for like a good amount of dollars. If it's big enough, I bet. I bet. I guess I'm not like super self-congratulatory about it, but I think it's nice. No, yeah. I'm not self-congratulatory about it. I just have a <laughs> little faith in people's artistic tastes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think also something... I feel like someone asked me why I didn't just paint it on the wall. Maybe I was like a mural. Yeah. Like why we didn't just tape off a three by four space and do it. Um, I don't know. Murals are hard. There's already a bunch of paint on these walls. (laughs) Any number of reasons. I wanted the depth of a canvas Mm. because I feel like it, I don't know. It just like adds something to the room. I think if it were just painted on the wall, the wall would still look sort of like creepy and empty in a way. Yeah. It'd be still flat, but just colorfully flat. Right. Also, it's sort of difficult if you paint multiple colors and have, like, seams in a painting to then paint over it. And we do indeed have to paint over it when we leave this place, which is already going to be sort of an undertaking. So I didn't want to, like... It felt sort of more permanent to put it on the wall, in a way, even though it's still just paint. Um, It's like an object we can take with us. Yeah. Do whatever. Or, like, if we get an actual painting that we like, we can just sort of swap it out more easily than if it existed on the wall and we needed to like hang a painting directly over it. Yeah. Space it out. All of that. Yeah. It just made more sense. I also just think it's classier. Like unless you're a very good muralist, you can pull it off with friends who do wall work in various settings. I know that it is surprisingly tricky. Like it's a different 
form than just painting on canvas. In part because you're working not just for the texture of the wall, but yeah, that idea of blank space is different. Mm. Like making everything blend into a wall, whether it's like a outside wall, graffiti style, or like hire to do inside work for like a business. There's a there's a lot of play. <laughs> like I think it's cool if you got skills, but that is that we're, is hard. We are not mirrorless. Yeah, we are not mirrorless. <laughs> I, I will say that. <laughs> um, yeah. I did feel a sense of accomplishment with it, though. I was like, oh, this idea, like, turned out pretty well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It made art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we did not buy a canvas with mounting hardware. I don't know if you can buy a canvas with mounting hardware or if you always have to buy it separately. But for some reason, because I'm always fucking around with picture frames, um, we had a bunch of D-hooks just, like, lying around. Sure. So. I used some of those, and we already had picture wires, so we used that and watched that fantastic tutorial with that woman teaching you how to tie your picture wire, so yeah. maybe I'll relink that. And Woman's the, a YouTube star. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, like, the putting it up was very easy. Yeah. You know, like, it wasn't a, a to-do. It, it didn't, like, when I was doing it, I wasn't like, oh, this is exactly like being on Design on a Dime, but now that I'm <laughs> talking about it, it kind of sort of was. Like, it felt very much like, oh, I made this piece of art for $60 or whatever that would have otherwise cost me hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, I make fun of that show a lot because it's very bad for a number of reasons, but I think, like, the conceit of it, the thesis of it is, is pretty real. Like, if if you want to do something like this, I mean, it's pretty pretty fucking easy fundamentally yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah even if we had bought the paint and had to buy the hardware probably still would have only been like a hundred a hundred and twenty dollar project which again depending on where you're at financially right now could be a decent amount but like in the scheme of designing a space and trying to fill a whole ass living room wall 120 dollars isn't that much um and yeah i mean i think i think that is is the strength of that show because yeah this was i mean like you said a yeah, three hour <laughs> project probably four hours with like the mounting piece built in like yeah we also tried on. to mount it when it was still like a little bit wet which was a bit of a thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you know so maybe it really should have been like a five or six hour project yeah. <laughs> including dry time but hey you know um i'm so, not renowned for my patience yeah it's like six hours 60 bucks to fill living room spaces i mean pretty solid and it is yeah it is kind of like that show for sure but i also feel like um you don't have to be an artist to do something like this you know like you don't have to have profound inspiration or a lot of talent um yeah i can attest (laughs) like if you think about stock art and the sort of art you can buy like at home goods um it's not reinventing the wheel by any means so i feel like while our piece is not uh like i'm imagining the sort of art critic that we saw in that documentary that we just watched like assessing our piece and Mm. i feel like it would be very funny but (laughs) yeah it would be really funny um would be intrigued the uh what you're saying about stock art and stuff i mean that would be another cheap way to go one i think uh art is for everyone (laughs) So I think whatever your your style is, I mean, this is something I, I talk a lot about when I do workshops is like, I mean, fundamentally now, especially in our postmodern, post-postmodern times, like art is just about style, you know, like 
Um, but I won't, I won't tirade on that. But if you really are uncomfortable with the style of your art, then, I mean, honestly, you probably could buy, like, a stock vector that you really like for, like, a dollar on Shutterstock True. and then get it blown up and framed, like, blown up at fucking, like, Staples and framed. You could probably do it with the framing, and it would still be, like, a $60 project. You could have a big piece of art in your living room. You know, I think there are ways to do a fairly cheap project similarly even if you don't want to do the art making yourself there are actually like whole businesses i know jenny commenda runs one i think um, a beautiful mess runs one where you basically just buy like stock art that they usually they photograph it themselves so that they don't have to pay for licensing but like um right and you and they'll print it for you at like various sizes and then they're all meant to fit in like Ikea frames. Yeah. So yeah, it's all basically the same thing. I mean, I like a good piece of stock art. I guess what I'm saying is like, you don't have to like, again, be doing photorealistic portraits to like make your own art. If you like, like that thing you saw at Target with four blue circles on it, like just make one of those. Yeah. Make the circles. Yeah. So I guess that, that was my. Yeah. No, I hear that. That makes sense. That's interesting about that, those companies. I guess it makes sense that they exist. Yeah. Because it is, I mean, a large-scale art is sort of, like, you can spend furniture money on it. Oh, yeah. You, you can know? spend more than furniture money on it. Um, and so, like, if you have big walls, and actually in the living room we do have quite big walls, hmm. you know, it's intimidating, I think, for people to be like, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to spend five, six, seven hundred dollars, especially on a frame. Right. Yeah. The frame is what will get you sometimes. Yeah. Side note, did we ever talk about the Christmas custom framing? I think. But I don't remember. We can touch on it briefly here as long as we're doing an should art we, episode. Should we segue? So yeah. we talked about the, well, you had mentioned the map and then I was like, oh, does anyone know about the map? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I thought we talked about it on like a present roundup or something. Like mm. a new stuff roundup. But in case we haven't, I mean, we're talk about art so the map is a map uh it's like a a nat geo topo map kind of um not like a topo map you could actually use because it shows the whole east coast it's of the whole appalachian trail uh, my friend friends drew and heather got it for me when we let them crash here oh really is that where that's from yeah oh yeah. didn't know that yeah it was a gift for letting letting them stay and it's just been—it's not a gift for me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, it's just been chilling with my hiking gear, uh, in part because I mean it's really big, and it's a very odd size. It's like eighteen by forty-eight. Yeah, something. yeah, it's wild. Uh, and so Jordan finally got it. Got a custom frame for me. For it, and we framed it. I'll let you talk about it because I know you got it from a specific place. Did the thing. Yeah, we. Or I, or we, the, the only other custom frame we have is a gift from me to you. I think you were involved. I have a lot of weird sized art. It. Yeah, you were involved in it because I had to take the piece of art and you would have noticed if it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did that at Michael's because at the time I was like, oh, that's where people get custom frames. Yeah. Um, and it was actually quite expensive despite the 70% off that Michael's custom frame <laughs> always is. Um and it was fine. 
Like, I have no beef, I guess, with that project, but I wanted... Yeah. I mean, it's still holding up. Yeah, like I guess, nice. like, I didn't feel like we had a massive choice of which frames we picked because there was one frame that was like uh, a certain yeah. price and the rest of them were infinitely more expensive <laughs> so i was like you can have that one yeah yeah um whereas this place i so i found this place actually it's in brooklyn it's called art to frame and um i found them because an influencer i follow who lives in la had had something custom framed by them because they ship hmm. and i was like oh that's weird but okay um, and they have great prices and they have hundreds of frame options and it was all very good. I was very pleased with it. So art to frame, um, you type in your exact dimensions to their website, you pick out the type of frame you want. The size of this frame specifically was such that I couldn't have it shipped. So I did have to go to Brooklyn to get it. Hmm. But, um, I what's got their, sorry, what's their like shipping there? Will they only ship small stuff? Is that what's up? Well, they ship via UPS, so it has to be just, like, a package size. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not that 18 by 48 is an unshippable size, but sort of the price of that shipping doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, like, yeah. I got you another frame for a canvas that you have that's, like, 17 by 24 or something, and that I could have shipped. Right. All right. Makes sense. But I was already going to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> um, Doing the thing. Yeah, and so I felt that their options were really good. I felt that their pricing was really good. Um, I am happy with the quality of the pieces, especially for the price. They will frame your art for you if you take the art to them. Hmm. Um, we did not do that because I didn't want to go to Brooklyn twice. Okay, okay. Um, but honestly, and so the, um, the canvas that I had framed is painted and you usually don't want to put glass in front of that because moisture can get stuck in there and deteriorate the actual painting. Mm -hmm. So that one wasn't so bad to frame, but cleaning the plexiglass in order to put the map in there was one of the most frustrating things we've done. Yeah. And to be clear, it wasn't like they sent it to us with paint. They sent it sealed and we had to yes. pull it off, but it just like because it's so fresh, even like the slightest graze of your finger <laughs> leaves a like very clear mark. And I'm not someone who's too nitpicky about that shit. Like I know people like clean the outside of their glass frames regularly and yada yada. Um, but just like it just smudged so clearly, even just like a little graze <laughs> or like one speck of dust from you breathing over oh, yeah. it, and you can just like see it. And then you're cleaning it makes more. It was it was a wild time. <laughs> it took like it took some serious like curatorial style focus i now have a new appreciation for people who like do this shit professionally for museums i always see when i'm on, like jobs art boards is always like art handler positions it must be so fucking hard <laughs> to like do that shit for real um after just this one experience so yeah i i would maybe in the future consider taking the art to them especially if it was like a photograph mm. or something um because like this, this is just like a laminated piece of paper. It's not like the paper itself is not valuable. Right. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. like if the piece of art were valuable, I would maybe have them handle it. Agreed. Um, but I definitely actually bought someone else a present from them Matt. recently. <laughs> um, like I, I liked it. I liked the service, and I thought that it was a really good price for custom framing. Yeah, I think they ended up on a like a big. New York Times write up. I think I came oh, across really? it on Twitter. Yeah, I nice. might have told you. I don't remember. But there's something about um, 
I guess they did. It was like a New York Times piece about like businesses that did surprisingly well over COVID, and them being one of them because so many people that were, makes sense were just me. like stuck in their homes, being like, "Oh, I guess I should frame all this art I don't have framed." <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess I mean people had a similar experience to you, just really good customer service experience, really easy. Yeah. And so their shit blew up. Yeah. I also realized I forgot one of your posters and now it like bugs me pretty much daily. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So maybe next Christmas. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below and follow us on Instagram at APT26 podcast. See you next time.